This episode of the Infinol Frontline podcast featured Corinne McDonald, Environmental Health and Safety Manager for Times Microwave Systems, as she reviews last week's webinar on air ventilation and filtration in our facilities. We talk about the four main takeaways. First, the concept that buildings are systems, the clear benefits of filtration, the importance of increasing air intake, and finally, the additional supplements, such as UV lighting, that can be used. Please visit Amphenol Connections with a frontline dashboard for more information, as together we combat the coronavirus pandemic around the world. Thank you for coming on for your second appearance on the Frontline Podcast. And just want to talk in this episode about air ventilation and filtration uh, after our webinar with Dr. Siegel from the University of Toronto last week, which was a great webinar. If anyone hasn't heard or watched it, I highly encourage you to go to Amphenol Connections or the Frontline Dashboard where we have not only the actual webinar, but also uh, the supporting documentation that goes along with that. So a quick plug for that. But why I wanted to talk to you today was to really give more of an Amphenol perspective on Uh, this particular topic and why it's important to the health and safety of our employees in the facilities. So first, just how did you get in contact? How did you find Dr. Siegel? How did that all come about, first of all? Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Um, So Rick Schneider and I quickly realized that due to the nature of the virus, so person-to-person airborne transmission, especially in indoor air environments, um, that building ventilation would play a large role in controls that are deployed in our facilities. Our businesses operate out of a variety of building types, office spaces, manufacturing areas, both owned and leased spaces. Therefore, a one-size-fits-all approach to HVAC doesn't apply here. Mm -hmm. Uh, This brought us to look outside of our network for a specialist, um, one that could assist the frontline team in building a framework for our GMs, for facilities managers to use as a model. Rick actually found Dr. Jeffrey Siegel. He's a professor at the University of Toronto. He's experienced in ventilation. He's offered similar guidance to clients in both public and private sector. Um, And he's been an excellent resource. He echoed a lot of the thoughts that we originally had. um, And of course, has added um, a great value to our frontline team and the resources that we can share with other operating units. Um, So as you mentioned, Rick, Dave, and I hosted a webinar. Uh, It's available, of course, recorded on the Frontline page. And he offers a pragmatic, a holistic approach to assessing ventilation, filtration, air movement, and air cleaning. Um, This, of course, is through the lens of mitigating mitigating COVID-19 transmission within buildings. So the webinar, the supporting documents, Dr. Siegel offers a very candid approach, so he is candid in that engineering controls are not are a supplement to existing efforts, so mask wearing, physical right. distancing, hand washing, surface cleaning. It's not a panacea or a replacement for any of that larger of measures. Mm-hmm. So there were four main takeaways from the webinar. I think this will really resonate with those that are navigating this process. Sure. And so the first of which is the concept that buildings are systems. Um, Changing one aspect of a building can have an impact on other aspects of the building operation. 
uh, from what we found at in Wallingford at Times Microwave Systems is that if you were to change the exhaust in one area, um, it could negatively impact the movement of air in another space, um, especially in consideration of high hazard areas such as restrooms and break areas. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't want to unintentionally um, produce a hazardous area. So just the general concept of um, air movement within a facility is that it's pressurized, uh, negative pressure. So for every cubic foot of air that's exhausted, another cubic foot of air must be brought in to replace it. Right. So you really need to understand that movement and um, of air in the broader sense of the building and um, to make sure that you're doing what you need to do in a, in a safe manner. So that integrated approach um, involving technical expertise, a variety of decision makers when implementing changes is one of the largest takeaways from Dr. Siegel's supporting documents and his webinar. So um, one of Dr. Siegel's main focuses, especially in his own research, is filtration. Mm -hmm. um, so he recommends um, and other guidances that we've read through ASHRAE suggests MERV rating 13 through 15 um, filters. And this is one of the quickest ways that you can increase the amount of particulate, even, even particulate that contains SARS-CoV-2 from entering the building and recirculating through the building. But when we were assessing HVAC units at Times Microwave, we actually found that our systems could only take up to a MERV 13 filter, which mm. I assume is going to be something that's found at other facilities as well. Um, the system needs to be able to take that additional static pressure. Um, and in an older building like we have in Wallingford, right. um, that was the case. Um, you also have to take a look at whether it's cost effective to do so. Um, because going up to MER 15, especially if you need to have specialized filters, sizes of filters, that can be very cost inefficient to, to go that route. So we ended up going with MERV 13. Mm -hmm. um, and in addition to changing the efficiency of that filter, you have to also have to ensure that it's properly gasketed. At Mullingford, we have a variety of types of units, a lot of rooftop units, some that are small, some that are larger. So the way in which you gasket those can be different. So that's something that um, facilities managers will really need to take a look at just to make sure that you're doing what, what you're adding is going to be sufficient, that you don't have additional bypass and that it, it won't necessarily be working for you. So yeah, filtration is one of the main things that Dr. Siegel kind of pushes as a additional factor to building upgrades. In addition to the filters, one of the first things that facilities should do if they haven't already is to increase the outdoor intake as much right. as the HVAC yeah. system allows. So of course you have to take into consideration indoor humidity, comfort, indoor air quality, um, but as much as the system can allow increasing that fresh indoor air intake. Finally, I know he talked about additional supplements such as UV. How do you want to summarize that for the Amphenol crowd here that's going to listen to this as far as UV as a supplement to these types of systems? 
Yeah, so that was the last section of Dr. Siegel's webinar, um, kind of making sure that you're targeting those first easier steps first. But he, he talks about local air cleaners with HEPA filters and UVCGI as the two main most peer-reviewed and vetted technologies to use. So UVGI and the realm of induct UVC as well as upper room UVC. In Wallingford, Mesa, and West Palm, we've used induct UVC. Um, one of the main questions was how can you tell whether the light bulb is, um, is adequate enough and ensure that it won't generate additional unintended consequences such as ozone generation. Mm -hmm. Um, and just as we've found with our own research, Dr. Siegel noted that you have to go with a manufacturer that is vetted, that is, is going to provide um, UL stands to make sure that it is functioning within the right wavelength. Um, we've gone with uh, UV resources and sterile air is one of the main competitors. So kind of assessing the integration of that within your system as well as making sure that it is a well-vetted company that's supplying those light bulbs is, is critically important. It's not as easy as just putting it in. Um, Dave Silverman actually made a very good point in the webinar, noting that if it seems easy and the contractor just says, oh yeah, put a bulb here, put a bulb there, most likely that is not going to be an efficient use of your time, of your resources. It really needs to be a well-vetted and knowledgeable uh, contractor that you're working with and that they are supplying from a well-vetted distributor as well. So finally, Corinne, knowing all that Dr. Siegel presented in his webinar, if you could distill it down to just a summation of the air ventilation and the filtration uh, needs and an overview that people should know about in the Amphenol facilities moving forward. What would you say as far as just a, a, an elevator speech, if you will, about this? As we enter the, the fall months, I think it's imperative that we continue to do the simple things well, mm -hmm. um, to not become complacent. Um, those are the most important factors, wearing, making sure that mass usage is consistent, that we are cleaning high touch surfaces, that we are making sure that our employees stay home when they are symptomatic or feeling ill or have been in contact with someone. Right. However, there are additional approaches. So for engineering controls, increase that outdoor intake. Um, make sure that you have filters, regardless of the rating, make sure that you are changing those filters regularly, properly, um, and also assessing high hazard areas, making sure that that is where the most resources and the most attention is laid. So break rooms, restrooms, those are the areas that individuals should most uh, should be looking at mainly and areas where individuals are going to be potentially congregating. All right. No, it's great advice. And it's a, it's a fascinating subject. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to, again, give the Amphenol spin on all this as the expert on this. Uh, again, if you want to know more information about 
these air ventilation systems and the filtration that we've been talking about, as well as supplemental information on UV and, and other topics related to this, please make sure to check out Amphenol Connections uh, or the Frontline Dashboard. Uh, Corinne and others on the team have provided a tremendous amount of information, so I highly suggest you check it out. Um, watch the webinar as well. Uh, download all the supporting documentation. And then, again, feel free to ask questions, not only of Corinne and the rest of the Frontline team, but Dr. Siegel is also available as a consultant for the Amphenol, any Amphenol division as well. So if you have any questions, just please reach out and, and ask us. But again, Corinne, thank you very much for doing this today. Thank you, Chris.